0: Hey buds, I'm your host Sam.
1: And I'm your co-host Ozzy.
0: And this is
1: Cush and Crime Final Edition.
0: Ooh, ooh. Welcome back to another episode of Cush and Crime where we finally have your last part of Eileen Munoz.
1: Yes, that's what I was gonna actually say. It's not our final episode, but the final episode towards this case.
0: Yes, I am over it. I think you guys are probably over it. This is like
1: the longest I've freaking case ever.
0: I'm not doing a serial killer for a while. That's just where what I have come to.
1: Yeah, especially this one. This was actually pretty long.
0: There's so much to them, and um, we're gonna be like I want to short cases.
1: <laughs> look, see, or oh, not see, hear different things.
0: Right. I'm ready to move on. But this is like this is like a really good part. So this is when she gets caught, goes to trial, does all that stuff. So hopefully it's a little bit more entertaining for you. But it is going to be a little bit longer of a part just because of there's a lot of information that gets thrown in there and how she gets caught and all that stuff?
1: She just wasn't a good killer.
0: Well, anybody that kills is not good, I would say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. Uh,
0: who do you know that is a killer, first of all? Second of all, a nice person that's a killer. Jay- that, that's not a thing. Jason? Okay, okay, sure. He's nice, because he kills everyone. Mm -hmm.
1: They were making fun of his mom. And they almost drowned him.
0: Okay, but what about all the other movies? What do you mean? Where they weren't making fun of his mom or did not drown him.
1: Which ones?
0: All of the other Jason movies.
1: He needs to kill to survive.
0: Okay. So he's nice? Yeah. I'm scared, please send help. (laughs) Send help.
1: (laughs) He's a nice person.
0: Oh, okay. Anywho, so we're going to jump into the case today. We don't really have that much story or anything for you because we just want to get this over with for you, but Ozzy is going to go ahead and take it away with the strain of the day. Ozzy?
1: Today's strain of the day is Durban Poison. Durban Poison is a pure sativa origin from the south african port of the city durban it has gained popularity during the worldwide (laughs) worldwide worldwide worldwide. prestige worldwide
0: prestige worldwide
1: (laughs) Um, for its sweet energetic and uplifting effects. Dervin poison is the perfect strain to help you stay productive throughout, the bu- throughout a busy day when exploring outdoors or lend to a spark of creativity. Growers and concentrate enthusiasts bo- will both enjoy an oversized resin gland which makes the strain a quality choice for a concentrate extraction and the buds are round and chunky. Chunky. Big thick.
0: Thick. Thick bitch. Big
1: thick bitch. Thick bitch. <laughs> and it's <laughs> Leave is coating of trichomes in almost all areas of the plant. No one? I, don't, I feel like it, for me it doesn't matter. Like it just.
0: Because we mostly smoke hybrids and indicas, you have really out. smoked a pure sativa. If you had, because I don't really like pure sativas, but if you had smoking, s- smoke, smoked a pure sativa, you would probably understand that it's a lot easier to function. With sativa Because it's more of like
1: I just prefer these better
0: The indicas Yeah Knock you on your ass But yeah. yeah
1: Especially after training
0: Just in general Yeah I agree
1: Like I don't know For me it's like An equivalent of a hot shower
0: Yeah It relaxes you So it that It relaxes
1: me to a point Where I just knock out Like last night I just stumbled next to you And then next thing you know, I woke up I'm like What the hell happened to you? Yeah
0: Yeah all right, so is there anything else that we need to add here?
1: We apologize of how busy we were that we can't release as much content that we would want. Oh, and we have a surprise for we you. We do have a
0: surprise. I almost forgot what the surprise yes. was. Yes, don't tell them. But I know what it don't is. Don't tell them. I won't tell them. They'll, they'll be surprised. It's a work surprised. in progress. Hopefully. Oh, it is. We'll see.
1: It's just a matter of how it will be. And the final outcome.
0: Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Pretty bad. I don't think so. um All right.
1: But we'll let you know later down in the road.
0: You'll you'll be surprised when it happens. Look for
1: the Instagram post.
0: Mm-hmm. Or if you guys also follow us, we have Facebook too. And Twitter. And Twitter and Patreon. All
1: the social platforms except OnlyFans, unless you want to see my feet.
0: Yeah, I'll sell feet pics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you my cat's p- feet too if you want me to. <laughs> toe
0: beans. <laughs> you
1: want toe beans? <laughs> Do
0: you want toe beans? Subscribe now.
1: Five dollars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Five dollars unlocks all of the toe beans in the household. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, We have
0: three cats.
1: Just uh, check us out and you'll see what the surprise is. It's like a teaser, but you'll be surprised in the end hopefully
0: surprise it's a surprise surprise motherfucker <laughs> surprise motherfucker capsize motherfucker you never even watched that
1: <laughs> i know of it no
0: you never watched it you can't even i cringe. know of if it. you know what i'm talking about without me having to say what show Pulp it is fiction. dm us no
1: nope. actually you know what that was a uh, meme right
0: The kid remade it and he was saying some fries, motherfucker. Capsize, motherfucker. Ah, yes. Baptized, motherfucker. Yes. I don't know who that was, but that was hilarious.
1: So many memes out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, like, I'm actually afraid of people taking pictures of me in public and making it into a (laughs) meme. Like, they took William Knight. He's a UFC fighter now. Um, he, I actually trained with him. He's a really super humble guy and everything mm-hmm. like that. Super he's nice, super chill. Yeah. Um, he looks scary on the outside, but, but he's, he's very actually nice. very nice and very no, helpful.
0: No, he's mean and scary. He'll beat you up. Oh yeah, Look he, at he him will you go, if you see, disrespect him. He is scary, but, but deep down,
2: here, they
1: yeah. took a picture of him at like a fan page of MMA, and they on the top caption it says, "When my child gets a pill of Fruity uh, Flintstones." vitamins and on the bottom it's him going ah like (laughs) you know like uh, uh, the flexing with his arms like literally next to each other and the muscles popping out and (laughs) And then he actually commented on that he goes ah that's actually funny that actually made me laugh
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is pretty funny yeah
1: but yeah I'm just sometimes I'm scared of like that stuff like or that. Or that
0: girl that fell asleep in that chair.
1: Exactly, and it just made a whole <laughs> meme out of her. Like I, just I feel bad.
0: Shopped her everywhere.
1: <laughs> you know, it's just a, it's a scary world. and You can't do anything because you're gonna get caught.
0: Exactly. So that's why we're here. Cause guess what? Eileen got caught. <laughs> Shut
1: up. <laughs> All right. Let's go.
0: All right. So without further ado, this is Pod 4.
1: <laughs> I don't know what that was.
0: That was not the That proper was a diesel truck road.
1: warming up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So we're just going to hop right in cuz I know y'all been waiting on us to move on. So here we go. Um, as we had discussed last time, the police had sent out a request for information out to newspapers on the two women that were in the sketch, which we posted on our Instagram last week. So looks like a five-year-old
1: Ro- uh, drew it.
0: Yeah, it's really bad, but <laughs> we posted it there.
1: That's like uh, let like me drawing.
0: Yeah, like me too. Like, it, like I'm I'm okay drawing. I'm, I can't really draw, but that's I'm how terrible, I would draw. I'm terrible,
1: but that's like me drawing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah so (laughs) it's
1: like what did it look like did it look like this (laughs) like (laughs) what (laughs) it's almost like scott pilgrim that's that scene ramona flowers do you know ramona flowers Flowers? favorite do you mean this girl and it was all scribbles (laughs) and she goes yes her
0: (laughs) (laughs) did she have hair like this yes Yes. yeah oh that's ramona flowers yeah like how like how? (laughs)
1: like how do you know (laughs) <laughs> Scott Pilgrim is one of our favorites. Well, one of his favorites. Oh, yeah. Mine.
0: Yeah. Yes. His. Let Forever. Till the,
1: til the day is. I die.
0: Anywho. So. Those really bad sketches. That were really bad that we could have drawn. they We posted on Instagram so you could take a look at that. And then. So that way you can see what we're talking about. So they sent that out to the newspapers, and they were like, all right, who are these Who are these women? So a man in homo sasa.
1: Homo
2: sasa.
0: Did you do it at the same time? Yes, I did. That was creepy. Homo sasa. I couldn't tell, but I thought you did.
1: It was like the great white buffalo. The great white buffalo. Homo
0: sasa. <laughs> uh, Homo sasa springs. Homo sasa. <laughs> had said that that two, sorry guys, that two women had put the description and gave names Taria Moore and Lee. Mm. Then another person in Tampa, um, that used to work at a motel called the police and she said that she thought the sketch looked like two women that she knew, Taria Moore and Susan blahovec Love
1: that it. Russian girl again.
0: Yeah. So, as you guys may or may not recall, that was her one of her aliases. Yeah. So obviously, she has two people name her. So, after they receive these two tips, a task force was formed to find her. So they're like, okay, <laughs> ultra force. Yeah, assemble. we're closing in. Let's go. They're like, we're hunting a killer, boys. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, Tyria and Lee are seeing these sketches of themselves and they're freaking out a little bit. But, like, Lee is like, no problem, we're fine, we're good, don't worry. And Lee had actually ended up proposing to Lee that sh- with the ring that she had stolen from her last victim. So, after that, a little bit of time goes by and Tyria is like, you know what, you shouldn't be doing sex work anymore you shouldn't be killing people anymore you know like if you're not going to change i'm done and she ended up deciding to break up with lee because they got evicted so she gave her the ring back and then Tyria went up north to live in ohio and lee went and moved in with one of her friends for a little while and she was having sex with him but she wasn't charging him or anything so it was almost like a rebound
1: well i mean the dude gave her a place to live right so so why would she charge him unless it's like rent
0: well i don't know i just think that's worth mentioning because
1: i mean that's kind of expected
0: (laughs) ass gas or grass
1: yeah (laughs) like okay what are we doing here yeah
0: (laughs) well all right um
1: like you live in my house okay rent free
0: okay yeah we better be together yeah yeah (laughs) or exactly you're paying me yeah exactly i guess you're right yeah (laughs) all right so anyway she moved out and they he moved in. she went she moved in with him and then he ended up leaving her so she ended up going and living back in the motel but she was just staying in the room she wasn't going out she wasn't prostituting anymore she was just staying in the room not doing anything when her and Tyree had left she put all of her belongings in the a storage locker so she was just carrying around one little suitcase that's all she had with her just a little tiny suitcase and then after a little while because she wasn't bringing any money in for the motel she was staying at she got evicted again so this is where The police start coming in on Lee. She's 34 years old. She's looking like fucking complete garbage, and she was just like homeless. She was living on the side of the road. She was actually sleeping behind a bar on a yellow old car seat.
1: Like, what do you mean, like?
0: Like a car seat, like.
1: But it's dirtier, son.
0: Yeah, it's old, and it was just out of the car and uh, behind.
1: Oh, I thought she was sleeping in the car. No, Um, car seat. Okay. So, it's, like, outside near the dumpster?
0: Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, at this point, the police are starting to close in on her, and they're unraveling all of her other identities. And they're trying down to trying to narrow down all of her movements from the places that she was staying. Um, so, she had found out that the ID for Cammie Green, um, the one they had on file with the DMV, did not match the one that was, like, provided to one of the places that she stayed at. Um And they also found out that Cammie Green had pawned a camera and a patrol radar detector, which they had found out later to be belonging to Richard Mallory. Um, They also had found out that she had pawned a set of tools that matched a description of tools missing from David Spears' truck. Um, But the good thing is, in Florida, when you pawn something, you have to give your thumbprint. So she gave the thumbprint
1: oh really like there's no escaping it
0: yeah so you have to give your thumbprint and so they took that thumbprint too for Cammy Green
1: I'm assuming for like security purposes like this
0: right just like this like if yeah. somebody steals your shit you damn can find in it Connecticut
1: out. they don't do that
0: no they don't or That's not crazy. last time I checked No.
1: remember when I pawned that one thing oh yeah they didn't ask me for that oh
0: no they didn't but yeah but when we sold our stuff to GameStop they asked for our thumbprint too since when? the last time we did down here
1: I don't remember that.
0: I don't think they did it for you, but I think they did it for me. Did you sign a sheet? No. They made me sign a sheet and give my thumbprint.
1: That's weird. Yeah.
0: Why didn't they do that?
1: No, I, I didn't. I didn't even get yeah, asked. Yeah, they didn't.
0: They did not do that for you. They did that for me, though.
1: Yeah, they didn't do that for Apparently, me. Apparently,
0: I look like a thief, guys.
1: Yeah, they didn't. They didn't do that for me because remember, I pre-ordered um, Resident Evil, hmm. which, by the way, Resident Evil is a very, very good game.
0: Yeah, the game is scary. It made me jump a little bit. But I did play it. And I don't play scary games. You can ask Ozzy.
1: Nah. She's starting to learn about the Resident Evil genre.
0: Well, I watched him play it. And I watched him play, I think it was 2 and 3 and 7. And I had nightmares. Oh, after you all see three. 4. After all 3, I had
1: nightmares. But if you're actually in the, into video games and want to know the latest and latest and latest greatest greatest latest and greatest (laughs) (laughs) gameplay ever watch my boy's uh twitch page no lab spartan that's on twitch he plays literally the latest games that come out it could be as simple as halo it could be as simple as call of duty he literally plays all these games and he reviews them at the same time he gives you good content to actually get good reaction and also good game quality as well.
0: Yeah, it's good to look at before you buy a game before you like commit to it. Exactly. So he actually breaks else.
1: down and reviews all these games and he tells you how it is and everything.
0: Yeah, that's pretty dope. I know he follows us on Instagram.
1: Yep. He, and we've been actually friends for years, but here's the kicker. We don't know each other.
0: Dun, dun, dun.
1: Right. <laughs> we don't know each other.
0: Okay. So you haven't met in person. We
1: haven't met in person. You're we met friends. Yeah, we're online friends. Aww. We met on xbox 360 through a mutual oh, thank friend of ours you. he said 360 which we are i don't think we are longer friends with them who it was like a, that's how i met him it was through oh, a like mutual through friend right right okay. but we're not friends anymore and okay. you know life stuff um but it's like you know he actually is a you know I'm um, till this day i'm gonna i'm gonna visit him one day and you know he lives in new jersey so it's a little difficult. why does he
0: just come here because i don't want to go up north right <laughs> you can come down here.
1: We'll see what happens. But check he out his tw- check out his Twitch channel. Like I said, he does good gameplay and good uh, video quality. His Twitch channel is uh, No Lab Spartan.
0: Is he cooking something?
1: Sounds like he's cooking something. <laughs> <laughs> but, in th- but but in the in the video, he's actually just playing his video games.
0: Somebody's cooking something.
1: Maybe they're making eggs. But yeah. Again, his lab, his Twitch channel is no lab Spartan. If you want some good content for video game, mm-hmm. back to the story, Tom. <laughs>
0: Tom, <laughs> hi, Tom. <laughs> um, so at this point, the thumbprint was really the catalyst of the downfall of Eileen Wernos. Hmm. So with that thumbprint, police ran it through their system, came up with absolutely nothing, but they took it over to volusia county and in volusia county they had found that the print had matched a weapons charge an outstanding warrant for um one lori grody which if you also remember was another alias that she had gone by so just fake names are starting to pop back up against her um
1: like she won't she's not even remembering these lies
0: Literally, so once the thumbprint came back that I matched Lori, they also ran it against the palm print found in Peter Simes's uh, Simes's Simes car, and uh, guess what? What? It was a match.
1: Hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that was the car that her entire crashed and ran through that fence.
1: Yeah. It's getting sloppy.
0: Yeah, she was already pretty sloppy. I'm not gonna lie about that. Um. So, like I had said, they were starting to get close, but they didn't quite have enough evidence yet. Because all they could really prove was, like, okay, she at one time had these items in her possession and, and sold them. Um, so, there wasn't really enough to charge her with the murders of everybody yet. So, what they did was they started to surveil her to try to get more information and see what they could do.
1: It seems so, like the smart way of doing things. Right. So, basically, like, they knew... But they didn't want to make a mistake or something.
0: Exactly. They didn't want to fuck it up. They wanted to get her. So
1: they were playing possum because they knew everything.
0: Exactly. So they didn't want her to be suspicious that they knew about the killings either. So what they did was they surveilled her. They put two undercover cops on her and almost right away their fucking shit was blown Hmm. when two street cops pulled up and went to go talk to her and almost arrest her. So the two undercovers call into their post and they're like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Is this planned? Like, what is happening here? This can't be happening. Tell them to go away. So they do. They tell um, the other police off the the command tells the two officers to go on their way.
1: So it's like that Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But they're telling, they told him to go away, and then the other two cops came into the bar that she went into and then started, like, surveilling her, chatting her up, because, again, they were undercover, so they were just yeah. talking. So... The two undercover police officers, their names were Mike Joyner and Dick Martin. Um, and Dick Martin. Dick Martin. <laughs> um, so after they were in the bar, they were just chatting her up and they just said goodnight after that. And they went on their way. She went to the back of the bar and fell asleep in the, in the passenger seat so the next day they were supposed to continue watching her and they realized that there was going to be a party at the bar so they they thought you know we can't really watch her at the bar like that she could just slip out at any moment she could disguise herself like we have to kind of we have to move in now so what they did was they approached her in the bar before the party and they said hey do you want to come to our motel and do you want to like clean up a little bit and she was like Mm, not really but then she changed her mind she's like you know what yeah probably because she was living outside and probably didn't shower for at least a couple of days so right a stinky girl she was a stinky girl so right after that they walked outside with her and they arrested her for the charges of gun possession that Lori grody had
1: oh they moved in
0: yeah so went, as soon as they got outside of the bar, they arrested her.
1: So it was like one of those Chris Hansen episodes. Exactly. They're waiting out the freaking bar. Exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: Sorry, sorry. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. Boom. You're under arrest. You're
0: under arrest. So they arrested <laughs> her. But when they, they did, they didn't mention anything at all about the murders they she was just getting arrested for Lori grody so basically they were just keeping her off the streets so that way she couldn't go kill anybody else or run away and they knew where she was so they could get the evidence that they needed to charge her with the murders which is what they were going to do with brian laundry if brian laundry wasn't found allegedly dead okay okay so that would have taken him off the streets so that way they could find enough evidence to charge him with the murder so
1: still angers me that he actually committed suicide. Yeah,
0: but I don't like that they haven't found. I don't know if they found the gun. I haven't heard anything. I don't know, like what. I know that they found a a, a skull fragment,
1: it, but how do they I know that like, he killed himself with a like, gun? You know. I feel like it's literally like they just literally dropped the case. Like I I just feel like it was forgotten out of nowhere. Like do you you don't hear about it anymore. No. You know, and it's like.
0: And I'm sure that's how everybody... like. Um,
1: we're all like, what about his parents?
0: They had... They're selling their house. Their house is for sale.
1: Yeah, but they should be charged for something, too.
0: I don't know. They let him go, pretty much. But it's not... I don't know. I don't think they could really charge him with anything. But they know more information than... Duh. They know everything. Yeah. And obviously, if he did actually kill himself, which I still don't know how if I fully believe that, but if he did, then he definitely did it out of guilt. Yeah. Because he did it, and he knows the whole world did it, no well he knows that the whole world knows that he did it,
2: right, mm.
0: All right, circling back to the to Eileen Wornos's case. Um, Obviously, we just talked a lot about her, but you know, we kind of left out Tyria. So Tyria, again, now she's left, but this whole time she's been using her real name, so she's a lot easier to track. So the police find her. She's living in Pennsylvania with her sister, and they fly up and they book a motel, and they're like, "Ma'am, we need to talk to you." So. pretty much immediately she just fucking cracks and she just starts talking to them and she's like oh i have this it's a clock radio it belongs to charles humphreys and then i also have a briefcase of his and i also um have an item that belongs to corky reed here you go corky yeah which again is interesting because allegedly they cannot connect corky reed to eileen warnos but she fucking did this shit and she had his shit So, she began to speak to them a little bit more. And, like, after talking to them for a little while, she agreed to testify against Lee. Like, okay, so clearly you just want this all to be on her. Like, you have nothing to do with it, even though that the evidence points to that she knew a lot more. And that she was also with her for at least one of the murders, which is just annoying. So... Basically, she admitted that she knew somewhat about Richard Mallory's murder because Lee had told her that she had killed a man, but that's all she knew about it. And she told Lee to stop talking and not say anything else. And every other time that she would come home with things that she had gotten from the people that she had killed, uh, she would say that she didn't want to know at all. So Tyria allegedly felt that if she had known more about what Lee was doing, then she would have wanted to turn Lee into the police. Snitch. Yeah, so basically they were like, so why didn't you just tell the police, like, why didn't you leave? And she was basically like, I was scared that Lee would kill me if I said anything. Oh, or yeah, because she snitched. Yeah, of course, so.
1: Snitches get stitches.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Okay, so. um <laughs> But it's interesting because Lee always said, you know, I never hurt her. But again, I guess you can't really believe her. She is a liar and she is a murderer. So, but again, I don't fully buy that because she was there for at least one. Yeah, So I feel like she enjoyed it too. And they got money from selling the shit that they found. So I don't think that it was like that. But so she can sit here and she can claim innocence all she wants and that's fine because guess what lee is more than willing you sound to sound like
1: you're the, the, blame. the judge of it right now Yeah, fuck them they're <laughs> pieces
0: of shit so
1: <laughs> damn
0: they are one they're both definitely killers or at least one is definitely a killer and the other was definitely an accomplice but she never got charged because she testified against lee so the day after that They made their way back down to Florida. And because Tyria agreed to assist in the investigation, um, like, she, she went with them. So what the police were after, in this case from Tyria, was a confession from Lee. So as it stands right now, they don't have a murder weapon. They can't prove that she did kill these women, or these women, these men like fully so or they don't have like enough evidence for a strong case so they would need a confession or to move forward so they put tyria under 24-hour surveillance and they book a motel for her in daytona and then they asked her to reach out to lee in prison and then just tell her that she came to get the rest of her stuff out of the storage locker um so while they discussed everything obviously their conversations were being recorded
1: well yeah it's a prison Right. So (laughs) so what do you expect? Well,
0: she's in jail. So the police then instructed Tyria that when she was on the phone with Lee, she needs to tell Lee that the police had questioned her family and her and that she thinks that the murders are going to be pinned on her if Lee doesn't say anything. So she did what the police asked her to do. And Lee obviously knew that the calls were being recorded and she just talked to her like, but tried initially to speak in code, but then when she kind of picked up on what Taria wanted her to do, that's when she was like, all right. So for three days so
1: he, she basically told her before they found out what was going on.
0: Like she tried yeah right. Yeah. Wow, so that's
1: pretty impressive, though.
0: Yeah, she's like, "So, are you sure you're alone? Are you sure you're alone?" Like right. she knew. Um, so Tyria calls her for three days at the police's request, and each time she was being more and more pushy, was saying that the police were after her. And then at that point, like Lee finally fully got the think, fully got the picture of exactly what she needed to do to protect Tyria. And again, not that she deserved it. So she told Tyria, "I know that someone is taping our conversations," and. Then right after that, she started being less careful and more open about what she said, knowing that they were taping.
1: That's pretty gangster, though.
0: Mm -hmm. So she decided to go ahead and take full responsibility for the crimes that she had committed in an effort to save Tyria, which, again, I didn't deserve it. Um, But Lee literally told her, I told you everything. So Lee told Tyria to tell them whatever they want to know. She will cover for her because she is innocent and she will not let her go to jail. And if she has to confess, then she will. Hmm. Mm hmm. So after this Lee after she tells that to Tyria Lee is basically like I'm gonna die they're gonna kill me they're gonna sentence me to death because well, yeah
1: I mean you kill so many people
0: yeah well the death penalty is still active down here we had to double check that but oh, really yeah it is I thought um, they
1: stopped that shit a long time ago no
0: it's still active in the state of Florida there's actually people still on death row yeah so she
1: it's gotta be a that's gotta be a weird job like
0: giving a lethal injection.
1: Yeah. Like have a mm-hmm. good day of killing people.
0: Ew, yeah. It's gonna weigh on your yeah. soul.
1: Yeah. like that's got to be tough.
0: But then at the same time
1: Well, not a- Well, let's say let's say a normal person would have a tough time with that job. Yeah. But a crazy psychotic person would enjoy that maybe it you know
0: a killer that'd be that's what i'm saying pro- like great that, that's what, for a killer that's yeah. what i'm
1: saying like a normal person it would weigh a lot
0: yeah
1: but a, a person that's not okay mentally and it's just a killer like they would enjoy that shit most
0: likely yeah Ugh. so in any case Lee decide like she's starting to realize that she is going to die and she starts thinking about what is going to happen next so she tells taria that she's going to write a book i'm going to give the money all to you and then she keeps going i love you so much you know when i'm a spirit i'm going to follow you and i'll keep you safe and shit like an angel like if you get an accident and shit like that's what she was saying hmm. exactly that way like how i'm speaking is how eileen I'm speaking yeah how i am <laughs> speaking is how she spoke honestly um, but it's kind of, like, sad to me. Like, even though Eileen is a monster, like, she is taking full responsibility for something that she didn't do fully by herself. And I think that sucks because Tyria never really loved her like that to be able to just put everything on them, on her.
1: So she's taking full responsibility on all those other girls' accounts, too?
0: Well, she's saying that she is Susan Black. Well, she's going to say she's Susan Blavick, Lori Grody, and Cammie Green and then she's gonna say that she alone was the one that killed everybody nobody else and tyree had nothing to do with it at all fuck that and even though i we can talk about this but this is in our other part too when that sketch is from when they went to georgia meaning they were both together in that car in georgia buying the windex to clean out peter symes's car
1: yeah but fuck nah fuck that which
0: means they both went there if i together. go to jail
1: you go to jail too
0: yeah i ain't saying shit well i don't know what you did but i'm unless it was really bad i'm not saying anything i play the fifth anyway <laughs> why are you looking at me like that
1: so you would snitch
0: no it depends on what you did so. all right so after the conversation with tyree on the phone lee went over to a table inside of the jail and she started sobbing and she called over a guard in the prison and she said i've done some terrible things and i want to confess so the guard recommended her getting a lawyer and that she obviously had to tell her supervisor about it the guard so later that day she was taken in and she starts to confess and she confesses to six murders told she said i killed six not ten And she tells the police that it was all in self-defense. And she just let it all. She had word vomit. She just spewed. And it was all pretty much like she would say something about what she did. And then she would talk about Taria and say how she would have absolutely nothing to do with it at all. I was just going to
1: say, so she said all that information still defended them.
0: Yeah, so she had, like, she defended her saying that she did nothing at all. Little pretty princess basically she was saying that um she said that when she was hooking in her words she would request her money and if they t- if they did the deed and just gave her her money she was fine she would just go about their way uh, like go on her way but if they started giving her a hard time or if they didn't want to pay her at all that's when she would retaliate and again she was saying all of this about a lawyer present. she was just rambling about everything
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: Yeah. But then at a certain point, she does ask for a lawyer. And then while she's waiting on the lawyer to get there, she's still talking. But the police stop talking because they, they can't ask her any more questions without her lawyer present because she requested a lawyer. But she just keeps talking and saying how Tyree had nothing to do with it. And if she could do anything.
1: I can do better.
0: Yeah. Like, she will do anything. she <laughs> <Like, laughs> she'll do anything for them she'll go under hypnosis a lie detector test anything and her whole confession is just so chaotic because again one minute she's saying tyree's innocent she had nothing to do with it all is all on me i did all and then she's like i killed that person i shot him nine times like just going like back and forth back and forth so when she's giving the confession it seems like she has remorse for what she saying, what for what she did but it's really just because of how it's going to affect tyria it's not because she actually feels bad for committing the crime itself Mm
2: -hmm.
0: so finally her lawyer gets there and like she just keeps talking and she said that she wished that she never killed anyone never did sex work or nothing but she said that and then she would switch over and she would say, Oh, everything I did, I did in self-defense. I did because of what they tried to do to me, and and then goes back again. And then she said that everyone that she had killed was trying to physically harm her in some way, either rape her, kill her, or beat her up. So before they got to do what they wanted to do to her, she took things into her into her own hands, essentially. Damn. Mm-hmm. The whole time as it's going on, the the police are just keeping it cool. They're like, here, have a cigarette, have some coffee. They're just trying to make her feel comfortable so she'll just keep word vomiting.
1: and well, she's she, a parrot at this point.
0: Yeah, she's just, fucking letting it all go. And they're just using it to their advantage. But, again, the lawyer does arrive and then they can finally just, like, fully interview her. Again, according to Lee, she's only killed six men that she can remember. But then when she starts to ramble again... The police bring her back in they're like all right stop how would you aim your shots at the men and she would say i would always really shoot at the area in their chest so for center mass and typically they would both get naked and then the reason that she killed them is because she thought that they were going to rape her, beat her or kill her so she did what she had to do so she admits As she
1: should yeah
0: but that's not what happened that's not what they were trying. That's not what was happening. So she admits this, except for maybe Richard Mallory, which is the one that we had talked about in the beginning that could have been self-defense just because he had mm-hmm. that violent rape charge and everything. Maybe. But all these other ones, I don't think so. Um, She admits to selling Charles Karskadon's gun, and she tells the police that when she killed him, he was very mad because he had a gun, or, sorry. She was very mad because he had a gun, and she thought that he was going to shoot her.
2: Meanwhile, shoot her.
0: the gun didn't even have a firing pin in it. But So she shot him a total of nine times, dumped his body off of 52, is what she says. Damn,
1: he got shot nine times?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, 50 the,
1: Cent got shot nine times, and he survived?
0: You're ridiculous. So the reason for, like, the nine shots for him was because she was really mad. I don't know why what? 50 got shot nine times.
1: There's a number of how mad you are?
0: <laughs> yeah, apparently. Well, it was a I'm 9 a number It nine. was a whole Her whole gun only carried nine bullets. I'm a number so nine. So she unloaded on him. She unloaded the whole fucking thing on him.
1: Yeah, but it's like, that's the number you're putting, how mad you are?
0: Well, that's because how mad she, like, because if she was mad, she just unloaded the whole clip on him.
1: Oh, I thought she meant, like, 1 through 10. Like, no. I'm a number 9. No. <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right.
1: I I was literally thinking, like, I'm going to choose number 9.
0: <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10?
1: Yeah, of how mad I am. <laughs> she was
0: 9, guys. No, her gun, her clip had 9 rounds in it. <laughs> she unloaded on him. All right, all right. All right. (laughs) No. (laughs) So then they ask her about Richard Mallory, and she tells his story, which is the story I told you in part two. So if you don't remember, you might want to get go back and maybe get a quick refresher or maybe listen to them the Spoiler same, alert: the same row. But basically he picked her up, they started drinking, she offered him sex, he said yes and they stopped in a wooded area. Then she alleges that he started moving faster than what she was comfortable with and she was like, whoa, let's slow it down and then he starts pushing her head down. And let me tell you that um, men, that every woman woman hates that <laughs> fucking move. Don't do that shit. Don't get your fucking hand off of my head. <laughs> don't fucking do that. I literally put it in my in my notes here. And guys, let me tell you that women dot 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 at least most women dot 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 do not like this move.
1: Wait, what motion?
0: Just when dad don't listen to this. But like when
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mochi skipped. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when you want them to suck oh, your dick God, and you're like pushing crazy. their head down, like you. I don't know. You don't do that, so like some guys will like fucking want you to suck their dick and then they'll like push. Oh, your head like down?
1: oh, like forcing yes, you. Yes, oh. I fucking
0: hate that shit. It's terrible. <laughs> you. I'm glad you don't do it, but don't fucking do that.
1: Sorry, Mochi and Dad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's safe now. <laughs>
2: uh, anyway
0: <laughs> Anywho Yeah, we don't like that or I don't. So um I'm then, just
1: a different breed, bro. Yeah. The Marcos, man.
0: <laughs> um so then <laughs> all right, so then he pushes himself onto her, unzips his pants, and then he started to get violent with her and she took her gun out of her bag, jumped out of the car and ordered him to get out and then shot him. So, that's what she says about Richard Mallory. So, the police continued on their questioning and asked her if she would watch TV to see if the police were on to her and see if the police had found the bodies of the men. Um, She said, yeah, I would see to see if you found the bodies or, like, if I knew what was going on. Um, So, then, they also asked her an interesting question, which police like the police line of questioning is such a different way of thinking because they just make it seem like they're trying to understand you you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so they were like why not just threaten them because you had the control in all of these situations like you had the gun like you could you were in control at that moment
1: yeah exactly
0: why didn't you just like threaten and then just not do it and then just leave and she was like well i don't know if i didn't shoot them then what would they come do to me would they come find me and kill me? Would they tell people about me and then nobody would want to pick me up because.
1: Yeah, right back at him.
0: Yeah, because that's my money. Like. She's right, though. Right. Like, would they run me over? And they're like, all right, mm hmm, okay. Fair. I'm like, mm hmm, mm hmm. Okay. Well, if that's the case, then why would you take all the things that you took if it was in self defense? If that was the case, why would you do that? And then she was like, well, it was all in hatred when I took this stuff because I was going to get my money's worth from them. And they're Mm. like, like a final revenge. And she's like, yeah, like a final revenge. Mm -hmm." So this whole time, her attorney is basically like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. You're just making your own case. Shut up. But she continued. She kept going. She kept saying everything was in self-defense. And the only time that she was really, truly remorseful, again, was when the actions that she had performed would affect Tyria. So again, she keeps talking and then police ask her about Curtis Reed, which is quirky. And then she just is like, Nope, nothing to do with that, that that at all. And they just kind of leave that there. So that was them ruling out that quirky was related to Eileen Hmm. which again, all his stuff was found in her storage locker.
1: Well, yeah, I mean,
0: she definitely did it. Yeah. But that was just what they did to rule
1: it out. That's so. That's so.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Especially like when the whole thing was her motive, like or her
1: mo. Like, there's a lot of evidence against her.
0: Literally. Um, So then they keep questioning her. They ask her about her identities. They confronted her about using the name Susan Blauvek, and she was actually like, "Whoa, you guys knew about that? How do you know about that? Did (laughs) I use it on the hotel or something? (laughs) (laughs) I know you guys are good." Um, So then they started asking her about her childhood life a little bit. But then every time they would let her like just freely speak, she would just circle back to Tyria saying how Tyria had nothing to do with it. She's completely innocent. She didn't have nothing to do with it. It was all me. I swear it was all me. Um, And then they started asking her about the gun. And then
1: Jamie's got a gun.
0: Yep. And they're like, so would you help us find the gun? And she was like, yeah, I threw it in the water and I'll help you find it. Only if I'm the only one that's going to be blamed for all these killings. So they let her sit in jail as they continued her inv- and continued their. Like
1: she's an asshole, but she's actually heroic.
0: I, for Tyria only. Yeah. But Tyria was involved. <laughs> like that's what makes me mad. <laughs> she definitely was involved though. Anyway, they let her sit, they leave her sitting in jail, of course. This is fucking everywhere in the media. Like even thinking, like think about how Gabby Petito's case was. That was Eileen Warnos' case. It was fucking everywhere. Media circus. Female serial killer? Are you kidding me? Big news. Big news.
1: Big news coming at you.
0: Oh, what is it? Come and
1: get it. Fresh off the printer. There it is. Fresh off the press. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Fresh off the press. It's a hot headline ticket. Ticket headline. <laughs> All right, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, on Monday, January twenty eighth of nineteen ninety one, Eileen Warnos was indicted for the murder of Richard Mallory. Hmm. Then, by February of nineteen ninety one, she was charged with the murders of David Spears, Charles Humphreys, and Troy Barres. So she was charged with Richard Mallory's first. So at this time, Lee's lawyers got a plea bargain'm
2: plea-
0: try trying. At this time, Lee's lawyers tried to put together a plea bargain where she would plead guilty to all six charges and receive six consecutive life terms. However, a state attorney was not having that at all and was like, no plea bargain for you, and uh, you're getting put on trial for the murder of Richard Mallory. So they put her on trial. And dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm.
1: it's like one thing after another. Mhm.
0: So during the trial, Tyria testified against Lee and saying that she didn't seem upset when she came home about the murder, back she was happy about it. And um there was other men that had worked with her on the side of the road that also went and stood trial against her. Um But the kicker here is in the state of Florida, we have a law known as the Williams Rule, which allows evidence relating to other crimes to be admitted if it serves into the court, if it serves to show a pattern. So that means her self-defense plea against Richard Mallory was moot because all of the evidence from all of her other murders were also allowed into the court and her confession was played in court.
1: Wait, so, what?
0: So, normally, normally, if I go to trial for, let's say, okay, let's say I stole a watch. I went to trial for stealing a watch. I pled not guilty. But normally, it would just be a trial about that one watch that I stole. Right. However, in this instance, with the Williams rule... If I had stolen previously, all of the other times that I have stolen could be brought in to this trial to establish a pattern that I'm a thief.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That's... What? Mm-hmm. That's not cool, man.
0: So, because of that, they, the jury got to see... Like what,
1: like, what if you're, like, trying to change your life, and just because of your past, like...
0: Well, if you're on trial again, you fucked up again, so...
1: Jesse. i know but still like
0: right or even if it was things from like i don't know
1: like that's that's like athletes getting freaking their ass reamed because of something they tweeted or posted in 2001 right like what yeah like, i look at my memories on facebook and i'm like oh shit this was this was a stupid thing why did i post it? Mm-hmm. like i just delete it mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, we're young like what do you expect
0: Right. So, in this case, though, it did not help her plea because she was pleading self-defense. Or, no, she was pleading not guilty by reason of self-defense. Pretty sure.
2: Okay. So,
0: because the court got to see her confession tape, they saw how little remorse that she had about the killings. Talked about the killings freely. Didn't really care. And then, they also saw got to see all the evidence about the other people that she had killed and not just richard mallory so everything got brought into it and it just kind of fucked her completely over
1: <laughs> fucked her yeah <laughs> okay.
0: yeah i fucked her over so now that the whole courtroom has seen everything and they're just kind of like okay yeah you know we think she did it (laughs) like i think she's guilty no shit sherlock (laughs) yeah so she lee only had one person testify on her behalf and when she was cross-examined the prosecutor on the case john tanner made her look like so in like unreliable that it just didn't even matter that she got put on the stand
1: um like she was irrelevant yeah
0: just so irrelevant so off the jury went to deliberate on january 27th of 1991 they deliberated for ninety-one minutes, an hour and a half. That is very quick, and they found Eileen Warnos guilty of murder in the first degree. Damn. And as soon as the verdict was read, Leah started screaming in the courtroom. "I'm innocent! I was raped! I ho- I was raped! I hope you get raped, scumbags of America!"
1: Wait, to her, or the judge,
0: the courtroom, everybody, just everybody, the jury.
1: Damn.
0: Yep. So the judge on the case said that she would be, de- this is a quote from what he said, said that she would be delivered by the sheriff of Volusia County to the proper officer of the Department of Corrections of the state of Florida and by him safely kept until by warrant of the state of Florida, you, Eileen Warnos, will be electrocuted until you are dead. Ma- and may God have mercy on your corpse.
1: Damn, that's, that's cold.
0: hmm
1: But. So she got electrocuted. No.
0: I think they stopped doing electrocutions because there was one that got botched. So, well, but when she got sentenced, they were still doing electrocutions. But by the time she got put to death, it Is they were doing it, lethal injection.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like the electric would be more efficient money-wise.
0: No, I definitely think the injection would be. Think so? Yeah. Think about your electricity bill.
1: Yeah, but how many chemicals it has in it, though?
0: I read what it is, but I don't remember. Science is not my thing. I'm sorry. That's got
1: to be like a whole bunch of chemicals. Like how much those chemicals cost to make that one thing.
0: Yeah, but either way, disgusting business.
1: Yeah, but still, like I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I up. just want to know, cause like, what what kind of chemicals goes in there? Like, is it rat poisoning or something? Like,
0: no, it says it in the book, and I can show you after if you'd like. We can look okay. It up. All right, so we'll do that after. Um, but honestly, it's kind of fucked up that he said, "and in, in God, ha- have mercy on your corpse."
1: Yeah, it's fucked up. Like, it's mm. like go fuck yourself.
0: But it actually it does sound kind of metal though. <laughs> like it'd be like in a screamo, in a screamo, and uh, like a fucking metal song if i could scream i would do it <laughs> anyway
1: all right emo girl
0: <laughs> uh, so because she was sentenced to die she didn't go on trial again for the murders of dick humphries troy troy Burress, and david spears um but she did plea no contest, so she did get a sentencing still from it. But she was basically just saying that she wanted to get it right with God. So she was handed three more death sentences sentences by Florida. And she flipped off the judge and called him a motherfucker when, <laughs> when, she, when he told her. So Fuck you. Yeah, she's like, fuck you. And um, after that, she just sat in jail and she was waiting. She was on death row.
1: Yeah, I mean what what can you do at that point? Yeah. You just wait.
0: So, at the time of her execution, she was 46 years old. Uh, she Damn. was, again, like I, had, I put it in the notes, but we already talked about it. She was supposed to be executed by electric electric chair, but it was changed to lethal poisoning or bleh, lethal injection. Damn. Yeah. So, she had declined her last meal and instead asked for a cup of coffee. And on Wednesday, October 9th, 2002, uh, that was the day. So, her last words were... Quote, I'd like to just say, I'm sailing with the rock, and I'll be back like independent, Independence Day with Jesus, June 6th, like the movie, Big Mothership and all, I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. I, I don't know what all that means. I don't know. It was, like, crazy. <laughs> At 9.47 a.m., she was pronounced dead, and her ashes were scattered in Talucia, or, no, Tuscola County in Michigan. Damn. Nasty.
1: I thought she was still alive
0: no she was executed damn yeah in her last words like she was really like i thought it was gonna be
1: like fuck you
0: (laughs) i thought so too Uh, you know but i don't we'll go over this one more time i just like to say i'm sailing with the rock and i'll be back like independence day with jesus june 6th like the movie big mothership and all i'll be back what does that mean
1: broke on <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: but yeah um american horror story season four hotel they have eileen warnos in it they have like these serial killers and eileen warnos is in that yeah i didn't know that well she's not like actually in it
1: but they oh are. yeah i know but i didn't know yeah. that.
0: there's also a movie it's called monster and the book that i read for all of the sources here is monster um Usually, we use Leafly for our train of the day. And yep. yeah, that's all.
1: And don't forget to check out my boy's Twitch page. Yeah, No, Lab, no Spartan. Lab Spartan.
0: Yep. And all right, well, that's it. So we hope you. And bring
1: your for that surprise. Yes, there's a
0: surprise. Um, if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, twitter and facebook you can do that at
1: cushion crime
0: and then you can also find us on patreon at www.patreon.com slash
1: cushion crime
0: and you can also just shoot us an email of your funny stories or whatever tell you us some tell funniest us. things tell <clears> us <throat> things we like things you can dm and us if on there's Instagram. like a
1: strain that you want us to uh cover cover, mm-hmm. cover. Let us know.
0: Yeah, let us know. We're, let we're, us know your We're open to strengths. everything. We're here. Yeah. So you can email us at CushionCrime at gmail.com or you can send us a DM on Instagram at CushionCrime. I check the email about once a week, but the DMs it'll, I see all the time.
1: It'll grow, donkey.
0: Yeah. Well, we hope that you stay lifted and uh, join us again in two weeks when we have another very special, exciting episode for you.
1: I hope you like it.
0: All right, guys, um, bye bye to the loop.